Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Well, welcome back to Priority Pastor. This is Darren Ride, and I've been changing up my recording process a little bit here. I'm, I'm recording now through a Zoom PodTrack P4, which enables me to use an XLR mic. I'm actually using an old SM57. It's an instrumental mic, really, but I've got a, a wind muff on it now and a nice little shock mount. And I actually kind of like the way it sounds voice-wise, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that happens. And, and because I'm going through the P4, I actually play the intro as a part of my initial recording. In the past, I would record my voice, and I would upload the voice portion, and my amazing virtual assistant, Aaron, would do the editing, add the intro and add the outro and do all the editing in between. And now this is just a test of doing it all as one file, intro, voice and outro all together. And we'll see how that works. And if that works, it's a bit of a trick getting the settings right. So the voice and the music are at the right level. So, so Aaron, it may be that your days are numbered, though I doubt it. You know how many mistakes I actually make that need to be chopped out uh, along the way through this. Well, today just want to mention something that I think is incredibly important as communicators of every kind. Way back when I was a young pastor, I came across a book called The Art of Plain Talk by Rudolf Flesch. And you might recognize the name Flesch. There's a Flesch-Kincaid scale for, for reading levels that is used by you know speakers and uh, copywriters and others just to check the level of their communications. And it's not a bad thing for, for preachers to use as well. But this book, Rudolf Flesch, I found it in a library somewhere. In fact, in my mind, I found a discarded copy, but I don't have it on me now, so I'm not sure what actually happened. And it just does a book that that highlighted some of the principles of, of just talking plainly and clearly. And while I can't find Flesch's book, I did come across a note I took from The Power of Simplicity by Jack Trout, where he's talking about clear writing. And these obviously apply as well to, to clear speaking. Keeping sentences short. Picking the simple word over the complex word. Choose the familiar word. Avoid unnecessary words. Put action in your verbs. Write like you talk. Use terms your readers, in this case your listeners, can picture. Tie in with your reader's experience. Make full use of variety. And write to express, not to impress. I thought that that was a pretty good list and it's for writing, but it works very well for speaking as well. Another note I found in my files is from an old leadership journal where Whoever was writing the article said we have to be as clear as, and they had the acronym MUD, M-U-D, memorable, understandable, and doable. Can your people remember something? Do they understand it? Can they do it? And I thought that was excellent, especially for us preachers, because I've noticed that for myself, historically, it's really easy to tell people what to do, but we don't always do so well telling them how to do it. Something they can actually act on. We can tell them what to do without equipping them to do it. And we kind of leave them in this place of guilt. And so uh, the importance of speaking, you know, really clearly and compellingly and making it make sense. I came across this excellent little summary of the topic in, I think this is from Biblical Preaching. It's from a preaching book anyway. And uh, it's, it's this book takes an excerpt from an article uh, called Advice to Young Preachers. And uh, this is what it says. It says, in promulgating your esoteric cogitations or articulating your superficial sentimentalities and amical, philosophical, or psychological observations, beware of platitudinous ponderosity. 
Let your conversational communications possess a clarified conciseness, a compact comprehensibleness, coalescent consistency, and a concatenated cogency. Eschew conglomerations of flatulent garrulity, jejune babblement, and asinine affectations. Let your extemporaneous descantings and unpremeditated expatiations have intelligibility and voracious vivacity without rhodomontade or thrasonical bombast. In other words, talk plainly, briefly, and don't use big words. Yeah, speaking clearly and plainly. You know, there's so many tools now. You could you could actually take a recording of your sermon, get it transcribed for, you know, very cheap, just online through AI, you get it transcribed, then upload that transcription to a flesh Kincade, uh, you know, some kind of tool that shows the reading level and see where you're actually at. And a common reading level to shoot for and speaking level is grade seven. If you start climbing up in grade nine, 10, 11, 12, you're going to be missing a certain number of people. So we shoot for a grade seven level. I actually think I might do this with one of my recent messages, see how it lands. A little concerned about that, though. I, I, I think I'm getting better at it than I was in the past. And anytime we have to use a big word, which sometimes theologically we do, there's some big words that are important words because they're precise words that we make sure we explain what those words mean. So if someone's listening, though they may not know the word the first time I use it, they will learn about it. So there you have it. If you can hunt down a copy of Rudolf Flesh, The Art of Plain Talk, I actually think, as I'm thinking about it, I think I've got some handwritten notes somewhere. And by handwritten, that means, you know, chicken scratching that are probably incomprehensible to anybody except my wife. I think I've got them somewhere probably, you know, scanned, digitized in my Evernote now. I'll see if I can hunt them down for a future future uh, podcast and share some of the nuggets from Rudolf Flesh. So there you have it. Speak plainly and clearly. Thanks for listening. Hope you're having a great day. God bless and press on. Mm-hmm.